0: Anyway, before I finish my tale of how I got out of Araby, and for completeness' sake, let us lastly speak of the beasts of the seas that live in and around the coastline of that tenacious enclave of men. For, as a former seafarer, the sea and her denizens have always held a particular interest for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, please. I love a good saltian. Ah, yes, I had heard that about you. Ah, anyway, firstly, let's briefly mention which patches of water we are referring to. There are two, in essence the northern coastline that borders our own Tylian Sea, as well as the ocean shores to the west and south of Araby. Both are extremely rich in fish, as well as your uh, more exotic sea creatures. Thus, as such, they are rich and important food sources for the uh, population of the land. Some of the larger examples of sea life in those waters are sharks and dolphins. Uh, Indeed, indeed, the former are most plentiful and uh, ever ready to strike at anyone coming too close to a boat's side. We once had a wealthy Arabian passenger a slaver, as I recall, that we were transporting from Kofa along the coast over to al Hayek. He had uh, no sea legs whatsoever, and no sooner had we hauled anchor than he was at the boat's side, chucking up his guts. His uh, vomiting continued throughout the day. We left him to it, though. We had work to do. That said, Ludwig did keep an eye on him, bringing him beverages to drink, and uh, try and settle his stomach. That was until just before sundown we heard the halfling shout out in shock. I rushed over to see him pointing at the man who slumped over the side. I couldn't see anything wrong at first but when I tugged on his shoulder he collapsed into a heap on the deck. Dead and quite headless. Oh, my goodness. Uh, What happened? Well, It looks like a shark had leapt up out of the water and bit his head clean off. There was a trail of blood down the side of the ship and a broken-off sharps tooth embedded in the wood where he'd been lent over the side. It was a nasty little episode, let's say, but uh, you get the idea, right? Sharks are everywhere in those waters. In fact... They're so numerous in the channel between the land of assassins and the island of sorcerers that it has become known as the Shark Straits. Ah, somewhere to avoid for sure. Especially if you're feeling a bit uh queasy-like. <laughs> to be true, as you yourself oft say, Cedric. Uh, anyway, sharks are definitely a danger to be wary of. But the most dangerous beasts from the deep in those waters has to be the Leviathans. Those creatures can snap even the strongest ship in two, with little to no effort. Och, so what's a Leviathan when it's at home then? A sea monster, like the one in Ochness. Ah, well, yes, no, maybe. Might be my most honest answer, for uh, that is another rabbit hole with no single endpoint. Ah, here. Apprentice Morelli, fill my glass, and I'll tell you all that, uh, what I know about the creatures that get called leviathans. Thank you. Ah, that hits the spot. And so, Master townkeeper, go on then, and tell us about these uh, leviathans. Ah, yes, of course. Well... The word Leviathan is actually a name used for not one, but uh, rather two very different types of sea monster. Firstly, a gigantic type of crustacean, by which I mean a, a crab or a lobster-like beastie. And secondly, for a particularly large ichthyic, as the scholars say, deep sea beast. A creature that is basically an enormous, ugly fish in a layman's terms. Both are quite distinct to the other, but share one quality in particular. Both are equally deadly and dangerous. Let's talk crabs first, though. Well, I first heard about these from that uh, renowned old sea dog, Mutt Krieger. Oh, him. I wonder how he's keeping. Oh, yeah. Who? I do not know this person. Oh, really? Has Septimus not mentioned him before? Oh, no, 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 no. I would remember. I have a memory like a dragon. Oh, what do you mean? One with huge gaps in it. Could you sleep too much? What? Are you teasing me again, Master Alchemist? What the? By the gods, I'll not stomach bickering in my establishment. I would advise you two against raising my ire. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, there Septimus, and uh, sorry there Heinrich. I didn't mean to tease. It uh, just kind of, just kind of slipped out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, common problem that often leads to both uh, fun but uh, regret. What? <laughs> A- actually, I was just teasing too, as it happens. Ah, anyway. This is going nowhere. Let's just, uh, change tack, eh? Krieger. Krieger was a, uh, regular in my old tavern back in Skeggy. Och, and the man who brought him over to Tabaro from Skeggy seven years ago now. Ah, yes. Both are, uh, regular ports of call for his boat. Anyway, Captain Krieger claimed he had actually seen one of these, uh, crustacean leviathans in his youth. He, uh, he told the tale like this. Ah, that tickled me, Winkle. Rate right proper, eh? Pour us another septimus. Nah, right you are, Master Krieger. But were you not about to regale us all with your running with a leviathan? Ah, that I was. It was when I was a young sailor back in the distant past. The ship I was on, the Black Pellworm, was anchored off the coast of the peninsula of Estalia, away from any uh, major settlements as it happens. We were in the process of uh, smuggling goods, you see. It was a cloudless night. The moon was full and the ocean gently cradles us. I was on one of the rowing boats that were heading out to the nearby sheltered beach to meet our contacts. Things were going fine until behind my mate, Mucker, suddenly grabbed me by the shoulder. Oi, look off port. Past the crag Is that another ship. I looked at it, but it was no regular ship that Mucker had spotted. Instead, from below the waves themselves, I saw a decayed mast that dripped with ripped waterlogged sails, rising up out of the water. But it was no accursed, undead hulk like those of the armada of the mad vampire pirate who plagues these waters. No, for as I watched the rest of the boat resurface, it was joined by a pair of enormous barnacle pincers attached to a gigantic Lobster-like thing, only a writ large. Must have measured uh, at least 30 or 40 feet across, with a pair of beady eyes mounted high upon armoured stalks that stood sentinel over a foul, gaping moor. From the black pellworm, we suddenly saw musket fire, but it uh, simply bounced off the creature's steel-hard shell did nothing to hurt the beast. Instead, what it did do was get its attention and it began to go towards the ship. All of us on the two rowing boats had stopped and we were watching what happened next. The beast dove down, disappearing for a moment before Crashing out of the water, under the ship itself. There was a loud crack, and the ship rolled onto its side and began filling with sea water. But the beast wasn't finished, and immediately grabbed her by her mainmast and dragged her down into the salty depths. No one escaped. There was no time. We that were left, grabbed our oars and rowed for the shore. I can tell you, my dear Tavernhand, I've never rode so hard in all my years. By the gods! When we spoke to our contacts on the beach, they told us that this leviathan, whom they called Il Potente Grancio, was a herald of the sea god Manan's wrath. A punishment for those who've displeased him, whose fury can only be pacified with a sacrifice. And it was then that they pulled their blades on us. The fight was bloody but short, though. Landlubbers are no match for us men of the sea. Och, what a thing. When I was in Estalia, though, I too heard of the uh, Il Potente Grancio. I didn't know it was your uh, Leviathan when you started talking, though. Oh, yeah, and, uh, What then did you hear, Master Alchemist? Ah, well, the locals that I spoke to said that uh, should you be unlucky enough to encounter one, out at sea, I mean, your best bet is to dump all of your, uh, let's say, edible cargo quick and then sail away as fast as you can. If you're uh, unlucky enough not to be carrying any edibles, some of your uh, more expendable crew will suffice as an adequate sacrifice to save the many at the expense of the uh, of the few. Well, at least that's what they said. My goodness, how barbaric. Ach, well, such is our world, I'm afraid. Indeed, in the grim reality of the old world, there are only short lives and quick deaths. There can be no peace for any, only sputtering hope and then despair. And the laughter of thirsting gods. Ach, are you right there, Septimus? Maybe you should change drinks. That one seems to be going to your head. Ah, <laughs> you may be right, Apprentice Morelli. Pass us that bottle of rum.